Hi, I'm Leslie Ludi, host of the Set Apart Girl podcast, biblical encouragement for women of all ages. Today, I'd like to look at what a godly man finds beautiful in a woman. And I know, especially in those single years, it can be really confusing because it's easy to take our cues from the culture and what the culture defines as beautiful or to look to the desires of ungodly men and try to become what they find attractive. But God has a very different pattern. And I think you'll be encouraged with today's episode as we talk about principles that really make a woman beautiful in a godly man's eyes. Before we dive into that, I'd like to remind you about our upcoming Set Apart Conference for Women of All Ages happening June 5th through 7th in Windsor, Colorado at our beautiful Ellerslie campus. You can go to setapartgirl.com to learn more about this event. I would love to have you join me. It's a powerful weekend where women from all over the country and the world come together with that like-minded passion for Jesus Christ. If you can't make it to Colorado, you can also host a simulcast of this event and stream the conference live or anytime throughout 2020 on a date that works for you. And women have streamed it just by themselves to their computer or some women have hosted small groups in their homes to watch the conference and some have hosted large events in churches to watch the conference so it's a great way to share the set apart message with others in your life so again june 5th through 7th and and our theme this year is sacred living which is all about how to cultivate a passionate vibrant daily relationship with jesus christ so again it's really applicable for women of all ages and all seasons of life i'd love to see you there let's dive into what makes a woman beautiful to a godly man I remember quite a number of years ago, a Christian publishing company that Eric and I had one of our books with arranged for us to be guests on a, quote, Christian radio show that was supposed to be promoting one of our books on purity. But as soon as we got on the phone, we definitely knew something was wrong. These two hosts of the radio show were not Christians at all. They were actually trying to ridicule Christian honor and mock purity. And they made me the brunt of their crude and perverted jokes. After about 60 seconds, Eric and I hung up on them and called our publisher and told them they needed to do a better job of finding appropriate ways for us to promote our book on purity. Even though I talked with those men for less than a minute, it was so jarring to me and it reminded me how far our culture has fallen when it comes to esteeming purity and feminine mystery. Once upon a time, men admired women of discretion and modesty and character and purity, but today, for the most part, those qualities are ridiculed and mocked and despised. In fact, often the more opposite a woman is from those things, the more desirable our society says that she is, especially ungodly men in our society. It's easy to become confused about what truly makes a woman attractive to a man and take our cues from the culture instead of from the word of God. But to a truly godly Christ-centered man, that brash, bold, sensual version of femininity is actually the opposite of beautiful. Godly men are attracted to totally different qualities, qualities that exude from a Christ-centered life. Magazines and movies may encourage us to flaunt and to flirt in order to gain male approval, but godly men are longing for women who will choose a totally different path. Over my past 25 years in Christian ministry, I've spoken with many Christ-centered single men who have shared with me the attributes that they find most beautiful in a single godly woman. And in this podcast, I would like to go through 12 qualities that one of these godly men shared with me about the things he finds most beautiful in a godly woman. It's such a refreshingly different perspective from what you will hear on secular radio or see on magazine covers in the 
grocery store checkout line. If you are single and God's purpose for you is marriage, it will be these godly qualities, not the sensuality of Hollywood, that is going to draw a godly man's heart to yours. Now, it's really important as we go through this list that you don't just try to develop all these qualities overnight or do it in your own strength. And even more importantly, it's really important that as you cultivate these things in your life, your motive is not just winning a guy's heart. As you build your life around Jesus Christ, he will begin to work these qualities within your life and cultivate his beauty within you. And as these things are developed in your life, it should be first and foremost for his glory and not just for your own benefit. As you yield to his refining work in your soul, you will begin to shine with a heavenly, beautiful loveliness that the sensuality of our culture and the charm of Hollywood can never replicate. So let's look at these 12 qualities of true beauty from a godly man's perspective. The first one that he mentioned was a woman who delights in the word of God. And he said, it's beautiful to see a woman who not only knows the word of God, but also delights in it at the way the psalmist did. A woman who is diligent to spend time studying and learning and memorizing and meditating and growing in intimacy with Jesus Christ through the truth of scripture. Isn't that interesting that in our noisy, distracting culture where it's so easy to spend all of our time on social media, the word of God is actually something that brings true beauty into our lives because it causes us to know Jesus more and become more like him. And in our busy lives, it's not always necessarily realistic to sit down and spend hours reading the word of God. If you have that luxury, that's really wonderful and I hope you take advantage of it. But for me, when I'm in a really busy season of life, one of the things that has helped me so much is listening to audio scripture in the background as I'm driving or working around the house or getting ready in the morning. It's a way to continually keep the beautiful words of scripture in the forefront of my mind and make sure that I'm not just sort of letting the word of God fall into the background in my life. And it causes me to know Jesus and appreciate Jesus and delight in him so much as I hear his word spoken to me throughout the day. So that is one practical tip for falling in love with the word of God. And I would also encourage you to learn the art of inductive Bible study, and that's digging deeper into what each scripture means. There are a lot of great resources online. I like uh, blueletterbible.org. I like precepts.org. There are a lot of options out there for really learning how to dig into the word of God. The second quality that this young man mentioned was a woman who points others' eyes to Jesus. And he said, it's beautiful to encounter a godly woman who, enc- who continually encourages me by how she lives and what she says to love Jesus more. And that's something that I've mentioned on other podcasts as well. One of the main qualities that I appreciated in Eric's life was the fact that when I was around him, as we were getting to know each other, he wasn't drawing me to himself. He was pointing me back to Jesus. And oftentimes after I had spent time with him, I would end up on my knees with my Bible in my lap, praying or digging into the word of God and just having a hunger to know Jesus the way that he did. And that is such an incredible quality in a man or a woman to be able to point the other person's eyes to Jesus Christ. The more you spend time in the presence of God, the more you delight in Jesus, the more you will naturally do that in your everyday relationships. 
Another quality that he mentioned was a woman who lets the man take the lead. And he said, I have seen too many marriages where the wife usurps her husband and tries to take the lead. And whether she nags, nitpicks, belittles, or criticizes, she doesn't allow her husband to truly be a man. While men are not more important than women, God has built men to face difficulty and hardship and to lead. It's beautiful to see a woman who genuinely supports and encourages a man in his role as a godly leader. And that is something that God showed me early on in my relationship with Eric when I was so tempted to kind of rush ahead of what was happening and not kind of wait for him to be the one to initiate the next steps forward in our relationship, but just sort of demand that he take the next step forward. And every time I got close to that, God would hold me back and caution me and say, let him be the one to take that first step forward. It's definitely not easy. It requires God's grace, but it was really beneficial to our marriage relationship because I let him take the lead from the very beginning. Now I realize this can be a tricky issue, especially if you are in a situation where a man is really abusing his position as a leader in a relationship and becoming harsh and demeaning and belittling and arrogant and controlling. And that is not behavior that reflects the nature of Christ. And that's not behavior that we as women should be encouraging or supporting. But we're talking about letting a man rise up and become a godly, strong leader and making room for that to happen. That is a beautiful quality in a woman's life. Another quality that he mentioned is a woman who is always learning. And he wrote, one of the principles that I live by is that I traverse along an endless frontier. In every area of my life, godliness, masculinity, being a future husband, father, holiness, practical skills, I want to grow and become more proficient and mature as the years go by. So I am blessed when I see a woman who isn't content with where she is at, but endeavors to continually press along that endless frontier that God has set before her. And what a great quality to not just pitch your tent and settle and say, well, this is as much as I'm going to grow spiritually. This is this is where I'm going to camp out for the rest of my life, but to realize that God always has more for us to discover and always more that he wants to teach us and to be a constant pursuer of the depths of all that God is and all that he has for our lives. Another quality that was mentioned was a woman who suffers well, because if you are really intending to be serious about your walk with Jesus Christ and impact the world for him. Suffering goes with the territory. It is not going to be an easy road. And it's so important to be prepared for that and to know that suffering will come, but that God's grace will equip you to walk through suffering with joy and with triumph doesn't mean it's going to be easy or that there won't be tears and suffering and challenges, but that you know that God is with you through it and you don't just allow suffering to push you away from God or cause you to become bitter and disillusioned with God. And so many marriages have fallen apart because one or the other uh, spouse has allowed suffering to just kind of put away drive a wall between uh, themselves and God or themselves and their spouse. So that is a really important quality to allow God to work in our lives. Another quality that this young man mentioned was a woman who laughs. And I thought that was great because we're talking about being a set apart godly woman. And it's easy to look at that as a very serious thing. You know, I used to read Proverbs 31 and imagine this really somber woman sitting in a corner in her rocking chair with her knitting. And it was it was not at all the picture of, of Proverbs 31 if you actually study what, what God's vision is for a godly woman. 
There is joy, there is life there. And so often we look at godliness as being overly serious. This young man said, rather than self-focused melancholy, I find it beautiful when a woman knows how to laugh, smile, and endure moments of difficulty with a joyful expectancy in the faithfulness of God. So there's cultural fleshly laughter, which is based on just crudeness and jokes that are you know, worldly and temporal. And then there is real joy and real delight and real laughter that comes from a soul that is right with God. And that is the kind of joy and laughter that God asks us to cultivate in our lives. And how wonderful that that is a quality that a godly man finds beautiful. You don't have to be a somber, serious woman to be a godly woman. And that's a refreshing thought. Another quality he mentioned is that a woman who is beautiful is a woman who lives on purpose. This young man said that he's seen too many young women who have real, no real purpose in life. They're content to be idle and allow their life to slip by, hoping for the day that a man will come and sweep them off their feet and carry them away into the sunset, almost as if their existence doesn't begin until that moment. But singleness can be a tremendous opportunity to be used by God, to be industrious, to be creative, and to be poured out. He wrote that throughout Christian history, single women who have served the poor and taught children and shared the gospel and been missionaries, wrote letters to encourage others in ministry, have been some of the most impactful women in history. And he said that as a single man, it is captivating to see a godly woman not concerned with finding her marriage partner necessarily, but with living with purpose and being used as an instrument of the gospel and God's love to the world around her. So I thought that was really a great point because so often we think that as you know in those single years then unless we're aggressively pursuing a guy we're never going to find someone and here's a godly single man saying actually it's beautiful to me when I see a single woman busy about her father's business and not putting her life on hold until she finally gets married another quality is a woman who encourages and he wrote that there are many times in ministry where he has wished for a future wife that he could talk to share his struggles with and receive a word of godly encouragement from. So I would encourage you as you cultivate this quality in your life to practice encouraging others in your life, your family members. That's a great place to start because they're not going to misinterpret your motives thinking, you know, if you encourage a single young man, he might think that you have something else on your mind. But if you encourage your dad or your brother or your mom, that's just a great practice ground. So really look at ways that you can build others up and that will prepare you to be a great encouragement to your husband in your future marriage. Another quality that was mentioned was a woman who gives joyfully, who is willing to serve, willing to pour out her life. And he wrote, neither husband or wife should live for themselves. They should seek to serve, minister, bless, and wash each other's feet, desiring to give instead of to get. It's beautiful to see a woman who joyfully serves instead of selfishly takes. And again, that does go both ways. It's not supposed to be the man just sits back and the woman just serves him. It's supposed to be two people pouring their lives out for each other, but really living a servant-hearted, poured out life is not just in marriage, it's in every part of our walk with Christ. So it's a wonderful quality to cultivate. Another quality is a woman with a heroine's heart. And this young man mentioned women like Amy Carmichael, Catherine Booth, Gladys Aylward, and Corey Ten Boom, as they all had one thing in common, a courageous willingness to stand for and fight for and rescue the weak 
and the needy of this world. They were willing to go into the dark places and become light, putting their lives on the line when necessary to see the kingdom of God come to earth. And that is a quality that this man was desiring in his future wife. Now, you may not be ready practically, or God may have not called you to go overseas and start an orphanage, but how can you be heroic and unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ right where you are today? Begin to ask God to show you those opportunities. And here are two more qualities of what a a godly man finds beautiful in a woman, a woman who radiates Christ and a woman who is a Proverbs 31 woman. Now, again, a lot of us have the wrong idea of what it means to be a Proverbs 31 woman. We used to, I used to think that it was this somber, serious woman who just kind of hides in a corner. But Proverbs 31, as we've talked about in other podcasts, is basically a woman who is totally surrendered to Jesus Christ and letting him work through her life and work his godly strength and valiance through her life. And so check out some of my other podcasts on Proverbs 31 if you need a fresh vision for what that is. But this young man wrote this, godly men are not attracted to women who live or think like the world or who use sensuality to get a guy's attention. Godly men are attracted to a woman who is virtuous and humble, who is pure, who is in love with Jesus Christ, who lives according to God's word and counter to the culture and who reflects the radiance of Christ in her daily living. And that really is something that we cannot do in our own strength, but as we abide in Christ, as we spend time with him daily, his life begins to shine through us. Now, the young man who shared these 12 qualities with me said this, you'll notice that physical appearance didn't make the list. He said, while I'd love for my future wife to be beautiful, I'm more interested in the consistency of her character and heart than an appearance that will fade and change with time. It's really important as we're talking about the qualities that are attractive to a godly man that we don't just run off and try to become all these things overnight or in our own strength, hoping to become a godly man's dream come true. This young man wrote this, a man of God is not interested in a self-produced woman, but in a God-built lady. It's only as you build your life around Jesus Christ that he will grow and produce these characteristics within you. Trees don't strive and struggle to produce fruit. Rather, fruit is the natural result of being a healthy tree. So these fruits also will be brought forth and become evident in your life only as you abide and live surrender to Jesus Christ. Pursue him and trust that he will build these things within you. And those are the words of a godly single man when I specifically asked him what he finds beautiful in a woman or what he's desiring in a future spouse. I found that list very refreshing and very encouraging because it was so different than what the culture pressures us to be, to look a certain way, act a certain way you know, give off a certain type of sensuality with our life. This is a man who is walking closely with God and truly the desire of his heart is to find a woman who is walking closely with God. Some of these qualities really do take a lifetime to cultivate. As I look through this list, I can't say, oh, I've arrived in any one of those areas. But really, as I've talked before about what women should be looking at in a man, it's not the perfection or the finished product that we should be looking for. It's a, it's a man who values the things that God values. And I would say that the same thing is true in this, in this regard. A godly man isn't looking for a woman who is the perfection of all of these qualities. He's looking for a woman who values these qualities, who is going after these qualities, who is 
pursuing God to build these qualities within her life. And instead of chasing after the model of womanhood the world is promoting, she's walking a totally different path and she's valuing the things that God values. So again, don't feel the pressure, hey, I'm not the finished product and I've got to grow in all of these areas or I'll never be attractive to a godly man. Simply valuing those things and saying, Lord, I want to start heading in this direction. That in and of itself is a beautiful quality that a godly man will find attractive. You may not be called to be married, and that is okay. There are a lot of wrong messages out there about, you know, a woman not being complete until she's married, etc. But cultivating these qualities in your life is not going to be a waste of time, whether you get married or, or remain single for the rest of your life, because these are really the qualities of Jesus Christ. And even if they're never meant to be something that a future husband admires in your life, they will be things that serve you as you serve in the kingdom of God because there are ways that you can reflect Jesus Christ to this world around you. So whether you're married or single, whether you're single for a lifetime or for a season, I encourage you to go through this list and say, Lord, make me and shape me into your likeness and to let go of those unrealistic expectations of the culture and know that as you pursue Jesus Christ, if God's plan for you is marriage, that is what a godly man will find attractive. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Again, I hope you'll join me for the Set Apart Conference June 5th through 7th in Colorado or via simulcast, go to setapartgirl.com to learn more. And I pray you have a blessed and Christ-centered week.